That's the spirit. You'll be celebrating Life Day before you know it. Stand by. Here's where we say goodbye to our unpleasant faking Star Wars radio. That's right. It's another indulgent episode of Faking Star Wars Radio, the official podcast of FakingStarWars.net. My name is Storm Duper, and with me in the studio all the way from Topeka, Kansas, is Mr. Vegan the Hut. Vegan, it is wonderful to have you with us today. How is everything going? Is everybody from Topeka? Yes. <laughs> yes. Generic no, stand-in no. Topeka, Kansas. I'm, I'm on Tatooine right now. Oh, you are. <laughs> hot desert area, <laughs> sand around me. Oh, this that sounds wonderful. The perfect spot for me to wedge my buns between some hot sand. Well, Vegan, it has been a long time since we have recorded together. It's been a together. minute. Yeah, I was getting worried about you. I thought that you might have drowned in your own blubber. You know what's weird is I, um, I've i been losing weight since COVID. You know, everybody's gaining weight, but it's like the worst thing for a hut to do is lose weight. I've totally been losing a lot of weight. Wow, wow. And, I'm so happy uh, to hear that. Can you uh, tell? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I need I need only three uh, cameras to get you into frame instead of the, the normal four. So, yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful. It's a disgrace, but... You know, here we are. Your clan is going to disown you. You're going to have to move into my basement. <laughs> you're, you're always welcome, though. You can go down there with the Russian trolls. I'm sure they won't mind. Yeah, I'll just order them around. I'd like to remind everybody to please download and subscribe and write a review, not only for Faking Star Wars Radio, but our other podcast, The Mando Roundup, which is coming out every week on Tuesday with myself and Gemma the Hutt. It's a short little vitamin, just about 15, 20 minutes long, of a recap of The Mandalorian. So don't forget to download that podcast as well, because it is a romping good time. Well, you know, we have a great episode for today. Uh, We're going to talk about the Disney's Star Wars, Kathleen Kennedy, George Lucas's, Legos, Star Wars's, Holidays, Disney Plus's special which uh, just came out uh, two days ago. We're recording this on a Thursday evening, um, and we are going to get down the brass tacks on that one. But before we get started, um, I just wanted to talk to you. Uh, you know, Vegan, you were talking about, you know, being out there in the desert, uh, nice, you know, nice desert climate. Um, unfortunately, I live in the swamps of Dagobah, and this past fall has been extremely extremely humid oh swamp ass yes you know see huts have the same problem that stormtroopers do yeah we are talking swamp balls down there man can you relate we call it swamp balls we call it duck butt i had always thought that this was just something that we had to go through you know the the masculine contingency of humanity but not anymore thanks to our sponsors at manscaped who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped is here to stop your twins from looking like Chewbacca down there. Have you have you tried this product, Vegan, Manscaped? You know, I got the, the Lawnmower 3.0, which is, I don't know if you know, but it's it's waterproof. Well, you can, you know, the Lawnmower 3.0 comes in the Manscaped Perfect Package, also 3.0. This is their third iteration, and they really got it right. Um, the Lawnmower 3.0 is an electric trimmer that is, like you said, completely waterproof, and the skin safe trimmer will reduce nicks to your two breast friends, which, you know, I've always had problems like worrying about. Uh, you know, cutting those up when I do uh, the duty down there. But this one is amazing. It's so smooth. Uh, you don't have to worry about that at all. There's a lot of saggy skin on the hut nether region. And, you know, this this has been a perfect product to to 
take my time. You know, I was using like a regular razor before. And I, you know, I could, I would sit there and my, my wife would come down and she would just be like, what is, what are you doing? You know, I would sound <laughs> like Darth Vader down there, just heavy breathing, trying sure. to reach the nethers to try to get the, you know, but this thing, it has a light on it so you can see where you're going. It feels like, I'm, it kind of feels like I'm a Jedi, you know, I'm using this little uh, blade to, to slice the hair. And while I was using it, my wife uh, had a suggestion to, to do my back. Oh, wow. Oh. To do my back hair. See that? Very, very shiny. Nice, right? Smooth like a baby Yoda's head. Even R2-D2 and C-3PO would be impressed by this revolutionary technology. Um, now, let's not forget, Vegan, you know, after you trim up with that electric razor, which, by the way, the battery on that thing lasts forever. It's really cool. It's got a great charger. It all comes in this awesome box. After you've trimmed up, the Manscaped company has formulated the Crop Preserver, which is an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. Do huts, uh, <laughs> do huts wear armpit deodorant? Yes, yes. I mean, you already put deodorant on your armpit, so why not put it on the smelliest part of your body? For on-the-go freshness, you will love the Crop Preserver and also the Crop Reviver Ball Toner Spray. This is like the best kind of cologne refresher uh, you've ever used. It will make your nutsack smell like a bowl of citrus fruit. It's incredible. And they also include in the Perfect Package 3.0 a set of anti-chafing performance boxer briefs. They keep your package cool and smelling fresh all day. The Death Star is no match for Manscaped's incredible grooming tools. These are the best underwear I've ever owned. The absolute best underwear. And I'm saying that from the bottom of my heart. They are really, really nice. I was really surprised and really, I was really happy with the whole experience. Uh, The trimming the lotioning up with the deodorant, the toner, um, and the, the boxers, they're, they're just, they fit really well. You know, I'm a, I'm a big guy, even though I've been losing weight, I'm still a big guy. And these fit really well, actually. Well, vegan, it is time to become a Jedi master of your grooming game with the perfect package 3.0. You can get 20% off right now in free shipping with the code FSWRADIO, all in caps, at manscaped.com. That is 20% off in free shipping with the code FSWRADIO at manscaped.com. Use the code FSWRADIO, all in caps, and may the force be with your balls. Can it be vegan? Is this the triumphant return of Duel of the Fakes? I think so. But are playing games in the studio loud anymore? According to Section 24 of Penal Code 1138, we're fine as long as we keep it to under six humans or two huts. Baska, baska, let's duel then. I've been waiting for this since the, before the dark times. Before the Baby Yoda frog massacre on Krikna. That's a bit much, don't you think, vegan? I mean, you've been known to eat frogs, too. Chuba Doompa Dopa Maski Kung. I've been a staunch vegan for at least five years, so I'm completely justified in shaming Baby Yoda. Okay, okay. Jeez, Louise. Don't get your tail in a knot. Fine. I'll let go of it. Well played. 
since this Duel of the Fakes is also themed for the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special. Awesome. Although, I've got to warn you, I've been humming Jingle Bells and Hut Tea since the special aired, so I feel like I've got the golden brick to this game. We shall see. Uh, But first, let me remind our listeners what the heck Duel of the Fakes is all about anyway. It's a game where I read three news stories that should all be fake. Like any good news story should be. However, there's a fake, fake story hiding in the mix. Terrible. And Vegan is going to have to use his soy-fueled brain and meat-free wits to figure out which story is guilty of being completely true. Got it? Play along at home with you and up to five other humans or one hut. I'm so excited. While the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special has met with rave reviews pretty much everywhere, one Star Wars performer showered it with haterade instead. John Boyega, one of the stars of the sequel trilogy, took to Instagram stories and posted a clip of himself reacting to the Holiday Special. In the IG story, Boyega shakes his head as a clip of Lego Finn training under Rey plays on his TV. The actor then says, doesn't even sound like me, before making a cringe face and switching to the Queen's Gambit on Netflix, at which point Boyega declares, now this is my jam. Boy, Boyega. It's a kid's show, for crying out loud. I mean, come on. I suppose every holiday season needs its Scrooge. On to the second Lego story that should be as fake as these square plastic bricks sold on AliExpress, but could be a true story in disguise. For the first time since its appearance in 2011, the Lego Star Wars Advent Calendar will be based on a Lego Star Wars cartoon. This year's calendar will feature figures and trinkets that come straight from the LEGO Star Wars Holiday Special. According to the duo behind the LEGO Star Wars Holiday Special, James Wall and Josh Rimes from Lucasfilm, their goal was to create true integration and recreate bucket dump moments for kids of all ages. Bucket dump? Sounds nasty but otherwise kind of plausible. Sure, sure. Don't don't count your chips just yet. Here's the last story that should be fake, but might be real. One of the great things about the special is how we get to hear many fan favorites return to voice their Lego counterparts. Everyone from Kelly Marie Tran to Billy D. Williams and even Clone Wars veterans Matt Lanter and Tom Kane are all part of the all-star cast. Unfortunately, one beloved actor was replaced at the last minute due to his controversial social media activity. James Arnold Taylor, who voiced Obi-Wan Kenobi in The Clone Wars, recently echoed several posts on Parler, the conservative-friendly platform's version of a retweet, including one that questioned the outcome of the American presidential elections. The fan outcry over the posts gained the attention of Disney, who quickly replaced Taylor with veteran voice actor Jeff Ricketts. Yikes. Goodbye there, James. So, there you have it. Remember, one of these three stories is a real scoundrel, while the rest are good fakes. Let's recap. You've got John Boyega throwing shade at Finn in the holiday special. Then, there's the Lego Star Wars Advent Calendar, based on a Lego Star Wars for the first time. And finally, James Arnold Taylor cancelled over posts on Parlor, then replaced with another voice actor. What do you say, my Jingle Bells humming hut? You know, John Boyega has been throwing a lot of shade this 
this year. He's been uh, in the news quite a bit with the whole. Uh, what do they have? Do they have Black Lives Matter over there? Well, they England? do now because of John Boyega. Yes, he had a big Black Lives Matter march that he was uh, a part of. Definitely throwing some shade to, uh, to Lucasfilm and Disney. He did make some remarks about how he was upset about the way Finn's story arc was sort of sidelined in the sequel trilogy a little bit. And then there's the advent calendar. That seems plausible, too. And then James Arnold Taylor. It sounded a lot like the same actor in the in the show. So I'm going to say that's fake. Okay. I'm going to say for sure that's fake. All right, fake. so you've narrow, narrowed it down to uh, Boyega's Shade story and then the Advent Calendar story. Can I phone a friend? <laughs> Your friend is Storm Duper, who will eliminate one of the stories for you. Okay. I think John Boyega... It's mm-hmm. fake, too. So I think the real story is that Star Wars Advent Calendar. All right. Do you want me to eliminate one of the stories or not? I, I specifically remember you showing it last year. You had an Advent Calendar, but so I know they've done it. Well, actually, my friends were at Loose Cannon had the Lego Star Wars Advent Calendar. Um, I had the kind of, uh, you know, Walmart uh, trash bin version with these little gel creatures, the, uh, <laughs> the, the fake Chinese version of the Lego uh, Star Wars Advent Calendar. The, the $5 budget option. Is that the one where we were like, is this BB-8 or a Basically, melted yes. Skittle? It was still kind of fun, but they were tiny and very low quality. All right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stick with my. Ooh, no elimination. All right. I think taking that's your, the real story. Taking yourself out there. You're. This is this is the hut walking the plank. I guess the equivalent. Uh, well, vegan. I have to say, congratulations. You're right. That story about the advent calendar is true. Um, James Yay. Arnold Taylor. The cancellation and replacement, that actually is partially true. Uh, He has had some strange parlor activity that we're going to get into later when we talk about the Lego holiday special here. Uh, But he was not re-recorded or eliminated from the holiday special. That is his voice. Too much money. You can't just replace last minute. Yeah, nice job. Congratulations. What are you going to do with the prize money, Vegan? I'm going to buy myself a root beer. (laughs) Very nice. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't know huts could get cans to their mouth. Oh, I just put it on my stomach, lean back, and it just tips into my mouth. Wonderful, wonderful. Waterfall. How 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 appetizing. <laughs> well, if you have an idea for a duel of the fakes, you can get at me at Storm Duper or Willie Bobo, who writes these at Faking Star Wars on Twitter, and we'll be happy to take your suggestions for the next duel of the fakes. Duel of the fakes. So I don't know if you've seen this. There's a there's a video out on YouTube right now where it shows you how you can make porg pine cones. The little pine cones painted to look like porgs. How inventive. It's freaking adorable. And, you know, I thought it would be fun if we could, um, you know, have our listeners try doing the craft. And if they send us a photo and, um, you know, whoever we like the best, we can send them a uh, Baking Star Wars mug for them to drink their... Their hot chocolate or hot cider or sh- maybe some spotchka. Spotchka. You know? That sounds better, yeah. Some spotchnog. Maybe some hot, some hot broth, maybe. There we um, go. I think that would be fun. Sounds delicious. So if you, if you make, a, if you make the, the pork pine cones, tweet a picture to us. Um, you can tweet directly to at Storm Duper. And uh, 
whoever we like the best will send a free faking Star Wars mug. Well, Vegan, in preparation for the Star Wars Lego holiday special, uh, we released a Twitter poll. The question being, what will the biggest callback to the original holiday special be in the Lego Star Wars holiday special? The choices were Whip and Stir, 100% in spoken Wookiee Sherwook language, or Papa Itchy discovers internet pornography. And which choice do you think, <laughs> out of those um, attractive three, which one do you think got the most votes? Oh, man. The last one. Yes. People all seem to want to see that uh, a, re- a reboot of Papa Itchy expressing himself uh, erotically in some kind of television helmet device. Unfortunately, oh, we didn't man. get that with this one. A little disappointed. Dang it. I know. <laughs> If you have an idea for a like, poll, life is not fair, you know. I know. I waited. Twenty twenty. I've waited forty one years for another Star Wars holiday special, and that's the part that they didn't retcon. Ugh. <laughs> Ridiculous. I mean, they, Thank they, you, Kathleen. She retconned everything else in the entire trilogy and uh, this entire sequel trilogy. Uh, but anyway, galactic faking news. And that sound means it's time for Galactic Faking News, and with me on the ground, all the way from Coruscant, is our correspondent, Vegan the Hut. Vegan, what's going on down there on Coruscant? Coruscant Jedi Training Centers will close for in-person Jedi training Thursday because the city has reached its 3% positivity rate threshold. All 300,000 younglings will train remotely until further notice. Oh boy, that seems like a dire situation. I guess the galactic virus has really been spreading all the way into the galactic capital of Coruscant. It's terrible here. You know, all I hear is children crying and uh, wailing in the streets. Wow, have there been any runs on the uh, supply stores? Are they out of any products? Only an hour ago, there were reports of... Uh, of a lightsaber duel between these younglings that were fighting over a bale of vac tube, double plied vac tube uh, paper um, that it just just re- resulted in some terrible, terrible deaths. Oh no! Uh, what are what are the what is the Jedi uh, Order coming to when they can't even they can't even share vac tube paper? I'm telling you, it's an all out brawl out here, and it is not pretty. So uh, I'm assuming that it's martial law on the ground now in Coruscant to, to lock down this virus spread? Yes, uh, reports from the, the governor here have, have been dicey. They've um, expressed that you now need to wear uh, some, some kind of breathing apparatus um, that covers up any droplets that may you know, come out of these little snot faces. I see, I see. Well, keep us posted, Vegan, uh, and stay safe out there. Let's pray for Coruscant tonight, and uh, Godspeed. Well, Vegan the Hut always uh, putting himself at risk to get the story for you. Galactic Faking News! All right, well, Vegan, uh, you know, it's a couple nights after this special hit. First of all, I was very worried because I could find no information on when it was going to release on Tuesday, and I was afraid that I was going to stay up all night on Monday until 3 a.m. and then find out that it wasn't going to be their 3 a.m. release and I would have wasted my whole evening for nothing. I wouldn't want to have watched, you know, this special and wasted all my time. 
yeah, you know, um, I just waited. <laughs> I just waited until I knew it, for sure it was out. I, you know, although I am a very holiday uh, centric, you know, I I decided to right. Wait. Vegan, why was this hot mess of merchandise retconning baloney? Why was this made? You know, they need to make some new uh, toys. They need to release the advent calendar, remember? They needed a reason oh, to, right. to put it out. <laughs> Everyone's going to be at home, so they're going to have a lot of uh, people that want to do advent calendars, I guess, exactly. this year. <laughs> and, you know, they needed a reason to uh, put Kelly Marie Tran back on the payroll, you know? Right, yeah. So walk us through, you know, 15 words or less. What What is this Lego special all about, Vegan? Tip Yip, Stargate Portal to Dagobah, and Other Worlds, very Doctor Strange feeling. And, um, you know, everything goes back to normal and nobody remembers anything at the end. <laughs> kind of like what happened to us uh, last year when we watched each Star Wars episode in our time travel. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, um, the ghost of Ray's Infinity Gauntlet, <laughs> you know. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Um, it's basically a retcon uh, to go back and ruin all the great moments that we remember from Star Wars, this time in Lego form. Surprised that they actually had uh, Kelly Marie Tran back on the back on the payroll to, to voice Rose Tico. So speaking of uh, speaking of the cast members, there were some other original cast members. We had Anthony Daniels, Billy D. Williams as well made a short appearance. That's true, and I thought you know. I thought the Anthony Daniel lines would would be I I thought maybe they just cut him out of one of the trilogy, you know. Some, you know, cut out the like an audio snippet from the trilogy, the the sequels and uh, just put it in the show cuz is that guy still alive? You know, uh, I think it was probably easy for him because accordingly, according to the internet that I read this week, he actually recorded some of his lines of dialogue for Rise of Skywalker from his bathroom on a cell phone, taking a dump. Oh, so that's very in character. I mean, if his cell phone audio recording is good enough for Rise of Skywalker, it's good enough for this turd, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm being harsh. It wasn't all bad. There, there were some clever moments. It was funny. I'm not a big cartoon person, but... I had to keep waking you up. You kept falling asleep during the show. Yeah, I know. Three three times I tried to watch the entire thing, and I didn't make it through without <laughs> falling asleep. I kept thinking, though, you know, I, I try to keep the joy in Star Wars, and I try to imagine that I was like an eight- or nine-year-old who had never seen all the episodes of Star Wars. I, I just think I would have been confused. It was very confusing if you didn't know anything. Like, what? who is this made for? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was like very three Obi Wans in the desert on Tatooine talking to each other. Like, what is an eight year old gonna think is going on? Yeah, and and I kind of thought about that too because you know it's Lego. It's you know it's meant to be. I mean, it, it's kind of aware of itself, you know, and it, and it, it's kind of goofy in that way. But now that you now that you say that, actually, I think about it. It's like, gosh, if you haven't seen every single movie, you wouldn't get it. And well, I I was actually impressed that they put a, um, the Mandalorian in there. Yeah, they got him in there. They got Mando. Yeah. They got Baby Yoda. That was a good moment. I mean, they had yeah. to, right? Yeah, right. The the whole moment with uh, Vader and he's like, "Oh, it's so cute." Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> As they're like flying up overhead, right? 
there the uh the thing for me that was so impressive honestly was just the way it was animated the the granularity on the lego renders is awesome i mean they have really really upped the game on that it must not be expensive to make this anymore because uh it was a 46 minute show i mean something like this you know 10 years ago would have only been 22 minutes Right. Just because it was so expensive to animate like that. And I was actually really surprised, not surprised, but I was really thankful that they kind of steered away from the original storyline of uh, the original holiday special. I mean, they kind of kept the Life Day in there, the whole Life Day thing, but they didn't really... It was original, you know? It wasn't like a remake of... of no, it definitely wasn't. Although I have to say, in the first five minutes, it seems like every time there was a Wookiee that growled in the original special, they were just like, "Okay, write it down." Every time a Wookiee growls, somebody has to say "tip yip," because like they must have said it thirty times in the first like two minutes. Yeah, tip yip, tip yip. That that was yeah. the, the first thing that I that I wrote down when I was watching it. I'm just like, what the hell is tip yip? Which is an Andorian chicken, which uh, I suppose uh, our uh, listeners would love to find out that it is available at Galaxy's Edge at the restaurant there. Um, unfortunately, if you go and eat the Andorian chicken, you also have to get COVID-19. Sorry. Oh. Yeah. Well, it's a requirement. Two for one. Two for one yeah. deal. It's not bad. Right, <laughs> right. So um, so we talked about a few of the uh, original cast members who came back for this, but how about some who were not in original? This is maybe their first Star Wars debut. First of all, uh, who plays Finn, uh, Omar Benson Miller from Ballers and 8 Mile was in there. He sure was. He was a good Finn, didn't you think? Uh, sure. I don't know who that is, and... Didn't really sound like Finn to me, but sure. Yeah, he didn't sound at all like Finn. Uh, the guy is quite pudgy from what I remember from 8 Mile as well. So uh, I'm not sure. Like, I guess he just maybe he's got connections. That's why they wanted him in there. I don't know. Uh, Trevor Duvall. Trevor Duvall played Palpatine, who I thought stole the show, to be honest. I could do <laughs> the whole 30 minutes of, of him. Yeah. I, I thought it was originally, it sounded like Seth MacFarlane. Who does Stevie from Family? I thought the same thing too. Did you really? Oh, that's yeah. Funny. I was I was like, this sounds so much like Seth MacFarlane. I kept waiting for him to say something, something, dark side. Oh, you did that pretty well. <laughs> um, also, we had James Arnold Taylor. Whoo! He has had some problems in PR this week. I've man, heard oh, that. Yeah, I, I don't know much about it, but I've heard that in the. Well, what, I what I did a little reconnaissance on this vegan. So, have you heard of the website Parlor? Yes, I have. It's a it's an open source, uh, free social media site where there's no censoring whatsoever, um, where you can meet a diverse uh, group of people who all engage in a democratic way um, and discuss things in a very open minded uh, uh, framework. I thought it was the conservative eco chamber. Oh, it's the same thing. Same thing. Same thing. Um, okay. uh, in any case, uh, he, he actually, apparently, from what I understand, opened a Parler account. And rather than like retweet on Parler, it's called echoing. And I guess he echoed a tweet coming from one of these conspiracy nuts about the election being like complete baloney or whatever. Um, anyway, a lot of fans got really upset. And he did something weird. He came out and made a video asking people to be nice to him. <laughs> 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 I'm just like, 
<laughs> you have to be kidding. Oh, man. I liked you before, but now I'm going to do all kinds of horrible things to you. Um, I mean, that was essentially what the video was, but it was strange. You know, he sort of denied having the account to begin with, but then he also sort of denied retweeting the stuff that he had retweeted, but then people had screenshots of him retweeting it. So it's like, forget the actual content. Like, it was a very confusing message. It's like, are you actually trying to hide something or not? Like, his whole point was that he shouldn't have to hide anything, but then he seemed to be hiding something. Weird. Bizarre. Weird, weird. Is this guy new? I mean, he's not new to the Star he's Wars. He's been a voice actor for, uh, you know, a long time for Obi-Wan, uh, from what yeah. I understand. He's done all kinds of other uh, other shows as well. So. Doesn't he know that yeah. this comes with the Star Wars fandom? If you <laughs> if you so. get into the Star Wars fandom, you better get ready for people to not be nice to you. I mean, that's for sure. That's, that's how you know do. you've made it when uh when you can't say anything good without getting criticized by a Star Wars fan. That's when you know you've really arrived. I'm helping the homeless. I bought six million people homes, and only six million. <laughs> you racist. <laughs> Ugh, that's kind of how it is, though, isn't it? You must be tired with normal baloney. Now, just in time for holiday sandwich making, it's Baby Yoda baloney. It's just regular old baloney, but shaped like Baby Yoda. It's perfectly aged to give that green hue to resemble the little cute Force user. You can put Baby Yoda-shaped baloney on any sandwich that you would normally put baloney on. But with Baby Yoda baloney, because of his long ears, you have a little meat treat lurking out the sides of both ends of your sandwich. Your kids will love arguing over who gets to eat little Baby Yoda's baloney ears first. And you'll rest easy knowing that your children are dining on a nutritional meat product made with the finest processed pork in the galaxy. Look for other great Star Wars items in your deli case like an all-American Baby Yoda cheese slices that smother your Baby Yoda bologna perfectly like a squid sucking his face off. Also coming soon is Grief Karga's Bounty Hunter Charcuterie Board, a selection of rare cured meat from around the galaxy, cut to look like frozen alien cadavers. Enjoy our full line of Star Wars deli meats this holiday season. My baloney had a first name, it's B-A-B-Y. My baloney has a second name, it's Y-O-D-A. What was your favorite moment in this uh, Lego holiday special? My favorite moment. I think there was two. Cool. Okay, so there's a a part where where Darth Vader is fighting himself. One from a little bit in the future, you know, fighting this past one. And they're fighting, and they they lock lightsabers, and they're face-to-face. And I thought for a second, I'm like... Are they going to kiss? Ooh, what's going on here? Are they going to kiss? <laughs> <laughs> so that made me laugh. But I think the best part was uh, there's a scene where Luke Skywalker is on a dune and he's drinking some blue milk out of a carton and he sees the big portal open in front of him in the distance and all these people fall through and all the Lego characters come through and it's Darth Maul. It's all three Obi-Wan Kenobi's it's, 
it's Anakin Skywalker, it's Darth Vader, it's Rey, it's all these, you know, stormtroopers, everybody. And he's just like, huh. <laughs> you know, he's just standing there with his blue milk mustache, just going, huh, you don't see that every day. Yeah, that, they kind of made Luke into up. a sort of a surfer dude dork, didn't they? Yeah, kind of kind of didn't really make sense because even after that, you know, at the very end, he's just kind of like, okay, guess that didn't, you know, that never really happened. I don't know. It's kind of right. weird. I kind of like the scene when Ray was sitting on Luke's lap in the X-Wing. Um, that was fairly oh. erotic for a Lego show. Yeah, I thought they were pushing the boundaries there. Because they're like the same age then, you know, and so like it totally could have worked out anyway. Um, plus, at that point, like Luke wasn't technically a Jedi, so he could have definitely taken advantage of the compromising situation in which Rey found herself. Dang. I'm sure. I'm sure that the porn parody has already been produced and uploaded. <laughs> oh yeah, if you can think it, it exists on the online somewhere. Right. Right. Uh, we'll pray for those people's souls. Um, so. You know, uh, I thought my favorite scene other than that, um, I just, you know, I just like the, I just like the crazy zany, uh, stuff with the emperor, like him having like this, this, uh, um, emperor mug and just his funny, like fighty fighty, like the way he talks. I just, I really got a kick out of that. I want that mug. I want yeah. one of those mugs. Oh, I'm sure you'll visit. be able to purchase it. Like the chance yeah. that you won't be able to purchase that, it's like null and void. <laughs> so, guess I have to um, visit the gift shop on Bot Two. They even mentioned that you have to go to the gift shop on Bot Two to buy the mug that we're showing you right now. Like you have to go to the dis. Like, can you get any more? Like, I mean, I guess it makes sense because Star Wars. I mean, it is a galaxy far away. You can't really do product placement in the movie itself. <laughs> So I suppose we can forgive them a little bit of that sort of um, overt uh, product, the merchandising. Yeah, they gotta they gotta commercialize it some way. They gotta sell you somehow. Do you think this is gonna be a regular thing? This Star Wars holiday special deal? I hope not. No, I think <laughs> I think. Because <laughs> you're gonna have to come on and talk about it with me then, right? <sighs> no, I mean I think they did the piece well, and and it's. You know, it was good. It was fun. It was funny. I thought it was great. I was cracking up the whole time. You know, the, I guess I could see them doing some something again, but I feel I feel like it would just be like trying to you know milk milk it for all it's worth. And I guess you know, oh uh, yeah, Star Wars Disney does never that does sometimes. that. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I didn't like? The fact at the very end they show Yoda and he's kind of the narrator at the you know the beginning and the end and some parts in the middle, and uh, they showed Yoda and he had like a like a holiday sweater on like an ugly sweater kind of thing, mm-hmm. and it it kind of reminded me. And he had a top hat or not? It wasn't a top hat? It was like a wasn't it sort of like the Christmas story Charles Dickens sort of look they were going for with that? You know I couldn't quite figure that out. To me it kind of looked like. In Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the the claymation version where they had the the snowman telling the story. Oh, ah, the Burl story Ives. Yeah, yes, Burl, Burl Ives. Ives. Yeah. Kind of reminded me of that. And I was like, that's kind of dumb. <laughs> I think you're right. No, that is what they were going for. It was a bit on the nose. Yes. Yeah. I didn't really, I didn't really care for that. 
And then there was a mm. there was an also there was a line about uh that Yoda used about using or about getting participation trophies. Which, Try uh, not do or do yeah. not on on uh, yes. in Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, I thought it was actually pretty funny. That was that line got a lot of play, I think too. I mean, it was pretty pretty clever. But I agree. I mean, it, it's it's a little bit silly. Uh, of course, it is a Lego show. What are we talking about? But my my big complaint was I just I was hoping to find out after the show uh, some firm information about when the Lego Star Wars uh, game is going to come out because it's been delayed now for six months maybe uh it was supposed to come out this year not going to come out till at least may or possibly possibly later mm, probably had to use all that money for bailing out that that obi-wan kenobi actor <laughs> that's right that's right from for the parlor stuff well um Gotta push it back of, another six months i have a couple of quotes i want to read you from the twitter verse uh the first one here comes from price o reason who writes I watched the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special, and here is my spoiler-free review. It stinks. Just a cheap marketing ploy to give people, especially kids, the sense that the Star Wars sequel trilogy is now a beloved part of the lore. It's a clever ploy, but still a ploy. Dang. Any reactions to that? Jeez, A pretty man. generous quote there. Yeah, very very ambivalent <laughs> uh, opinion. Yeah, it's... Uh... Very Grinch-like. I mean, you know, 2020 does make people feel pretty Grinchy this year. It's been pretty crappy. Mm. Yeah. Well, um, uh, Zach and Truckee, uh, Z-A-C-H-N-T-R-U-C-K-E-E, uh, thank you for making it easy to spell Zach and Truckee, uh, also said that he liked to throw an opinion from the other side in as someone who personally hates the sequel trilogy and the characters in it. I enjoyed the holiday special. <gasps> Sure, I enjoyed the PT and OT-centric parts more, but I enjoyed it overall because it's just lighthearted fun. So what do you think about what he had to say? Yeah, I mean, it was lighthearted. It was, you know, very aware of itself and kind of made fun of its... I mean, not kind of. It made fun of itself on several occasions, and I thought it was great. You know, when you can Mm. be able... when you have the ability to laugh at yourself. I, I think that's, I think that's great. Cause you know, you laugh along with them, you know? Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed it for what it was 44 minutes of just eye candy. I honestly enjoyed the animation more than anything else. Uh, I don't particularly care to see the star Wars moments redone and retconned. I think it would be more interesting if Ray had gone and found the characters and done something different with them instead of showing us the scenes we've already seen before. Uh, yeah. that was a little bit just kind of meh, but, um, yeah, it's okay. Uh, hopefully Disney will be promoting more stuff like this. I really don't understand. I still don't understand why they made this. I mean, everyone in the entire universe is already subscribed to Disney plus. It's not like they need to load up new content on there. I don't know. To sell the, the life day mugs. I'm telling you. There you go. That's, That's it. The to re- sell the <laughs> Evan calendars the and the reason. mugs. And the and the the uh, Lego underwear and everything else that goes along with it. So well, yeah, they're they're losing money. They're leaking money from their you know the parks not being open. So they got it. Bob Iger, you know he's he's gone now, right? He's, there's a new. Disney. I don't know if he's officially gone yet or not, but it's on okay, the horizon. Well, you know he he's the uh, merchandise king. You know that's how he saved Disney from bankruptcy. Hmm. Hmm. Did you ever hmm. watch um, any of the Disney Plus uh, 
where they talk about the magic kingdoms and the creation of Disney and all that. And Oh yeah. Did you, did you watch those? Yeah. I've seen some of them. Yeah. I think they talked about it. They talked about Bob Iger being like the merchandise. He's like, we need to make merchandise and they married, made merchandise and everybody went and bought them and they got rich again. Wow. Wow. So I think, you know, they just push this out so they can sell Lego Star Wars characters now. As if they couldn't sell them before, right? I mean, Lego has had a contract with Star Wars for, what, 20, 30 years now, I think? Eh, that's true. Yeah. Anyway, um, well, it's an interesting show. Let's see what, what the future holds. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for this week. Uh, tell the listeners where they can find us. You can follow Faking Star Wars on Twitter and Instagram at Faking Star Wars and on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash Real Faking Star Wars. And you can submit questions for us on Twitter. Just make sure to use the hashtag FSWRadio and we'll read it on the next episode. And please don't forget to visit bit.ly slash FSWMerch. That's our t-shirt store. That's bit.ly slash FSWMerch where you can get great t-shirts, mugs, or other assorted items just like Bob Iger wants you to find. And if you'd like, you can also follow me on Twitter at StormDuper. And you can follow me at VeganTheHut. And follow Faking Star Wars Radio at FSW Radio on Twitter and Instagram as well. We hope that you like what you hear, and we would love it if you would support us. So please visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash fakingstarwars. Sign up to become a patron. Not only do you support us fakers financially so we can keep buying Lego Advent calendars and blue milk, but it helps us to keep making the content that you love You get a reward, too, even for just giving us a buck a month. Join fake Jedi Padawan Stephen Howard or the Mediocratics Darth Taxis and Keith Harmon who support us at the fake Jedi Knight level. We'd love to read your reviews as well. Please consider giving us a five-star review on iTunes, Podchaser, or your podcast platform of choice. We are also on Spotify. It really helps us when people search for Star Wars on their podcast app and share it with your friends. And if you write a funny review, we will definitely read it on an upcoming episode. One last thing before we go, please, we invite you to join our FSW Discord server. It's a free online chat room full of fakers discussing Star Wars, nerd culture topics, and even playing some games. The link is bit.ly slash FSW Discord, and make sure FSW is in caps. That's bit.ly slash FSW Discord. As always, stay tuned to FakingStarWars.net for quality Star Wars, comedy, parody, and satire. And thanks to you and all of our followers for listening. And of course, may the foe be with you. See you next time. Happy Life Day. Happy Holidays. Bye.